Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles. We're so happy to have you with us. Another blue sky in Washington. And this is Chapter 8, Section 2. What's the name of it? The Difference Between Imprisonment and Freedom. The Difference Between Imprisonment and Freedom. That's interesting. Well, that, that should be pretty obvious. Yeah. There is a rationale for choice. Only one teacher knows what your reality is. If learning to remove the obstacles to that knowledge is the purpose of the curriculum, you must learn it of him. The ego does not know what it's trying to teach. It's trying to teach you what you are without knowing what you are. It is expert only in confusion. It does not understand anything else. As a teacher then, the ego is totally confused and totally confusing. Even if you could disregard the Holy Spirit entirely, which is impossible, you could still learn nothing from the ego because the ego knows nothing. Yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, we, we sabotage ourselves, you know, with, with the ego. And we think the ego gives us something, but it, it's saying it gives you confusion and it can't make a real decision. And it just kind of keeps you in this limbo of choices that never really resolve anything. And yeah. Is there any possible reason for choosing a teacher such as this? Does the total disregard of anything it teaches make anything but sense? Is this the teacher to whom a son of God should turn to find himself? The ego has never given you a sensible answer to anything. Simply on the grounds of your own experience with its teaching, should not this alone disqualify it as your future teacher? Yet the ego has done more harm to your learning than this alone. Learning is joyful if it leads you along your natural path and facilitates the development of what you have. When you are taught against your nature, however, you will lose by your learning because your learning will imprison you. Your will is in your nature and therefore cannot go against it. Well, okay. So the Holy Spirit is leading us to, it says, what we already have. Okay. So we already have free will. We already have uh, perfect happiness. We already have peace. But the ego is always leading us away from that. And in you know, constructing very complicated uh, conditions, you know. Mm -hmm. And this is saying, well, the Holy Spirit's going to lead you to more joy because what is going to awaken in you is what you already have. So it's an effortless kind of a teaching. You know, it's not adding anything it's just focusing on who you are. It's focusing on your divine qualities, right? And as you focus on those things, they get more certain in your mind and you get more joy. Now, the ego leads diametrically away from all of that and it's not natural. The ego cannot teach you anything as long as your will is free because you will not listen to it. It is not your will to be imprisoned because your will is free. That is why the ego is the denial of free will. It is never God who coerces you because he shares his will with you. 
His voice teaches only in accordance with his will, but that is not the Holy Spirit's lesson because that is not what you are. The lesson is that your will and God's will cannot be out of accord because they are one. This is the undoing of everything the ego tries to teach. Is it not then only the direction of the curriculum that must be unconflicted, but also the content? Well, yeah, I mean, we're going in the direction of perfect happiness because that's the will of our Creator for us. And our will and the Creator's will are the same. Our true will and the Creator's will are one and the same. And when we get that, then we're only going to go in the direction of what's natural, what brings us happiness, um, you know, what what ends the separation in us. And, and the ego is going to lead away from that. So, I mean, is the choice hard to make? I mean, that's a pretty clear and easy choice to make, right? Which direction you want to go. Well, you know, this whole thing in the text is all about the damaging aspect of the ego. So why don't we... Why doesn't it tell... It's so complicated. Why, why doesn't it tell us how to get out of it more? Uh, well, it's just because it's so simple. You, you know, it's so simple. You just don't listen to it. You don't believe in it. Right. You and, stop believing and in any, it. And any other how... You know, it's like Taraji used to say, don't trust how. Okay. You know, everybody's asking, well, how do I get out of it? How this? How that? Well, that's the ego wanting some process that's going to complicate your life even more and never really get you out of the ego. Yeah, okay. So don't, don't be always saying, well, how do I do it? No, just listen to what it's saying and wake up. Mm, okay. You know, it's basically waking up saying you already are free. But as long as you're listening to the ego, you're not going to realize that freedom. But if you give attention to the freedom and not listen to the ego, the freedom, the joy, the uh, clarity is going to increase in you. Mm. The ego tries to teach you you want to oppose God's will. This unnatural lesson cannot be learned, and the attempt to learn it is a violation of your own freedom, making you afraid of your will because it is free. The Holy Spirit opposes any imprisoning of the will of the Son of God, knowing that the will of the Son is the Father's. The Holy Spirit leads you steadily along the path of freedom, teaching you how to disregard or look beyond everything that, you, that would hold you back. We have said that the Holy Spirit teaches you the difference between pain and joy. That is the same as saying he teaches you the difference between imprisonment and freedom. You cannot make this distinction without him because you have taught yourself the imprisonment is freedom. Oh my God. Believing them to be the same, how, how can you tell them apart? Can you ask the part of your mind that taught you to believe they are the same to teach you they are different? Wow, that's interesting. So, we believe imprisonment is freedom? That's crazy, right? Well, we make choices and we're, we have our little pet choices that may be self-destructive, you know, like we overeat or we spend too much money or, you know, we don't let go of our anger, you know, and we think we're free to do that, right? 
we're more free but really in the end those those actions have consequences that that take away our freedom so we've confused imprisonment with freedom mm. and freedom with imprisonment you yeah. know so yeah so this is saying well God's will for you is perfect happiness so is that a hard choice to make I mean like that's freedom mm. freedom is perfect happiness freedom is uh, total joy right mm. so if you're doing things that are not giving you that and you think you're free to do that then you're actually imprisoning yourself mm. the Holy Spirit's teaching takes only one direction and has only one goal his direction is freedom and his goal is God yet he cannot conceive of God without you because it is not God's will to be without you when you have learned that your will is God's you could no more will to be without him than he could will to be without you this is freedom and this is joy. Deny yourself this and you are denying God, his kingdom, because he created you for this. When I said all power and glory are yours because the kingdom is his, this is what I meant. The will of God is without limit and all power and glory lie within it. It is boundless in strength and in love and in peace. It has no boundaries because its extension is unlimited and it encompasses all things because it created all things. By creating all things, it made them part of itself. You are the will of God because that is how you were created. Because your creator creates only like himself, you are like him. You are part of him who is all power and glory and therefore as unlimited as he is. Yeah, well, that's a pretty beautiful yeah. paragraph. Yeah. So. You know, you were asking before, well, how do we get out of this, uh, you know, dilemma with the ego? Uh, just focus on what that just said. Mm. You know, all plow power and glory is given to you. God is freedom, and you know, and created you in freedom. Therefore, you are freedom. Uh, you know, it's not. It's not a. It's not complicated. Mm. You know, when you ask for a how, and then you you make up all these things that you think you ought to do to get free, the very things you're doing is keeping you unfree. Mm. But when you just read that paragraph saying, wow, I've already been created free, and I already am free, and I have this glory, the glory of my Father is my own, and I'm I'm in this kind of effulgent light of my being, then what is there to do? There's no how to it. Mm. There's just more increase in your sense of of freedom, joy, well-being. And, and as you're giving attention to it, it's increasing. To what else except all power and glory can the Holy Spirit appeal to restore God's kingdom? His appeal then is merely to what the kingdom is and for its own acknowledgement of what it is. When you acknowledge this, you bring the acknowledgement automatically to everyone because you have acknowledged everyone. By your recognition, you awaken theirs, and through theirs, yours is extended. Awakening runs easily and gladly through the kingdom. In answer 
to the call for God. This is the natural response to every son of God to the voice for his creator because it is the voice for creations and for his own extension. Well, that's like saying when you wake up, your awakening is helping all your other yeah, your brothers wake right. up. Let's mm -hmm. do uh, lesson 321. The short one? Yeah. Yeah, it's like when you wake up and you see your glory, it's like that realization is affecting every other person on the planet. Mm -hmm. It's like they're closer to their awakening when you wake up and see who you are in this kingdom. Mm -hmm. You know, earlier in the text it said, uh, it was saying about this line in the Bible, uh, the kingdom of God is within you. Mm -hmm. Well, then it said, but really it should be adjusted. The kingdom of God is you, yeah, is you. Mm -hmm. So it's a matter of identity. It's not a matter of finding something that was outside and put inside you. No, it's just a matter of waking up to who you are. It's a, it's a waking up to your being and your being is already created and your being is already perfect and your being is already present now. It's just getting in touch with it. So let's lesson, read this lesson. Lesson 325, 321. 321. Father, my freedom is in you alone. So yeah, I thought that'd be a good one to read because it's got the theme of freedom. Okay. I did not understand what made me free nor what my freedom is, nor where to look to find it. Father, I have searched in vain until I heard your voice directing me. Now I would guide myself no more, for I have neither made nor understood the way to find my freedom. But I trust in you, you who endowed me with my freedom as your holy son will not be lost to me. Your voice directs me, and the way to you is opening and clear to me at last. Father, my freedom is in you alone. Father, it is my will that I return. Today we answer for the world, which will be freed along with us. How glad are we to find our freedom through the certain way our Father has established. And how sure is all the world's salvation when we learn our freedom can be found in God alone. Yeah, well, that's pretty unequivocal, isn't it? Yeah. I mean... God created you free, you are free, but you have to look for the freedom where it is, not in some other plan that you've made up. You know, um, Father, my freedom is in you alone. I mean, we think that governments bestow freedom on us, mm -hmm. but really it's, it, this is saying our creator creates us free yeah. and bestows our freedom on us and nothing else is freedom nothing else but that all the plans all the laws all the you know all the systems that we've made out up to quote unquote assure our freedom uh you know have flaws in them and don't make us free but this one freedom this divine freedom is uh, the only freedom and and that's what you know Krishnamurti said I'm here to set men 
absolutely and unconditionally free. Oh, okay. Well, what is it he's doing to do that? He's erasing all of your ego thoughts. Mm. He's saying all the thoughts you made up that you think are true are meaningless thoughts, just yeah. like the Course in Miracles. Mm -hmm. and, and everything else you can discount, but this one thing, you are free. Mm. And your Creator created you free, and that's the essence of your being, just like you are the Kingdom. Well, do you think the Kingdom has laws that are going to bind you up? No, the Kingdom has laws that set you free. The truth sets you free. So, anyhow, so let's spend a day being free. Okay. All right.